everything like it, it's soundproof right so if you just got a smaller sign that would fit this section where it's right. like this so right? it doesn't have to be folded in <laughs> just get a smaller one because like right right now it's like sometimes i aided t is what i it was what i read aided t omedy <laughs> damn it yeah you know it's like i literally have had uh, i've i've calculated the size of like right here is one thing and then whatever the open the widescreen is from there but uh yeah I'm, I'm pretty excited i'm pretty excited that now you guys aren't looking at just like a blank wall i don't know what i'm gonna fill with this stuff but yeah. you're being a little modest tell them about the picture that's over your right shoulder yeah see uh this shoulder uh this one yeah. see i actually have to put it on the other side so it's actually pointing to me so that's like but but it's my mom my mom drew, uh painted this picture Bam. by hand um bam yeah it's a picture of me if you can't tell it's me and we are at the dupont underground were you there that night i was not sir okay well it was like it was a pack show whenever we talk about the uh, uh the dupont underground that was that picture was taken from there so uh on that note with it. that's why i'm mad with it with it with it that's why i'm mad with it Get out the trap with it Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab, get it? That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad. Okay, you chasing clock on no way shit turn. It's funny. Cause you know, Eddie's not here, so I decided not to talk over the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on everybody this is another episode of i'm gonna get in trouble podcast i'm your boy Lloyd lee and this is one of my bffs terrence g yeet yeet skeet skeet it's okay. even sweeter it's even sweeter with eddie not being here because then he can't shit on it for like 30 seconds <laughs> I mean, you know sometimes eddie's gotta work and when the when the boss is away uh the cats will play is that what the saying is when the cat's away, the mice will play. That's what it is. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> this is, uh, we're waiting for our guest to come on. Uh, we're pretty excited to have him. And uh, if not, it's going to be a really short podcast because it's going to be me and TG talking about, uh, I don't know, whatever is going on in our lives. What is yeah. going on in your life, brother? Man, I am, um, I just finished, like just finished dinner today was one of those days where shit just got elongated in your normal schedule and routine. Mm -hmm. So I just finished dinner. Didn't even have time to like help clean up my kids. So I like rushed down here and I'm like, oh yeah, let's yeah. do this shit. <laughs> there is a, a small toddler running around your house full of spaghetti, putting spaghetti handprints on everything. Dude, this guy is like, the worst part is man is, the, he does so much shit where I, I tell him no, and he'll just stay staring at me as he does it. He'll just be like, uh, yeah, uh, like baby Yoda. Mother. <laughs> where he's like, hey, stop. And he's like, I mean, I'm like that as an adult. My, my wife will like, hey, don't do that. And I'm like, yeah. well, fucking gotta just. That's where I can't get mad. Like, I, I honestly, I have to fight back the giggles. Because I know he gets that shit from me, bro. Like it's <laughs> it's genetic. Like it's, it's, it's just something to push the fucking button just right. a little. Well, I think it's my curiosity. It was like, hey, the uh the the fence is electric. You're gonna get shocked. Yes. Like, but what does that feel like, Dad? <laughs> I'll tell you. Hold on, let me just <laughs> That's what I wanna do. That's what I need to feel. I I, I love it. especially 
especially when I'm first getting to know people. Testing boundaries is a lot of fun for me, especially if I just poke the bear a little bit. Right, right. But then now it just seems like everything is is uh, I'm afraid of that hair, that hair trigger where you just sit there, you come close to religion or politics, and then it just goes full over the board, like conspiracy theory. And you go, huh? Yeah. How the no, you go like it? viral for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> Like, I, I have not gone viral. You have gone viral and uh, a couple times, and it's been interesting to watch just from this side. It sucks, dude. So I'll never forget when I went viral when the girl jumped up on stage for me, just because for every like two to three messages that I got that somebody was like, "Man, you kept your cool, bro. You were great." There was like. 10 to 15 it was like <laughs> you're not funny fucking kill yourself and i was like oh god <laughs> but you know like she was like oh fucking with your shoes and i was like yeah. oh petrion is just gonna knee her in the head dude <laughs> no, and i was i knew i knew i was so fucked in that instance no matter what i did no matter what i did so i tried to play it as cool as i did or as cool as i could the problem if I would have pushed her or shoved her right. or whatever, doesn't matter, dude. Not only am I a dude, I'm a straight white dude, and it's a black female. I, dude, no statement on earth could bring me back from the cancellation. We would just have to scrap the last like 15, 20 podcasts where you're like, yeah, he was never on this podcast. What are you talking about? I've never even heard of that guy. <laughs> uh, Terrence, Terrence G, the, the, the actor. Mm, yeah, what? What? No, you mean the real the Terrence one. G? Oh, yeah. oh, the big Terrence G. Got it. Yeah, yeah, that one. Oh, mm, <laughs> that was a subtle plug, every everybody. Uh, do do I do I have? Uh, nope, I don't have anything to put. But the fake, uh, the fake Terrence G is your <laughs> thing. Word. Uh, so we talked about. So uh, yesterday, I mean, right now we're stalling for time. We're waiting for our guest to come on. But we already talked about. Um. We talked about the fact that uh, Eddie doesn't spell well, doesn't spell real good, and uh, that that was weird. Uh, we talked <laughs> we talked about the the royal the royal family. We talked about coming to America. I feel like we missed a couple things yesterday. Was there anything that you felt like you wanted to talk about that we, we missed? I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that was in there. Then there's random stuff that I read, so I'm probably conflating everything. So I don't really know. I did read a couple of interesting pieces, like one was the White House has officially decided to reach out to social media influencers. And what they're going to do is introduce policy to familiarize these influencers with White House policy and spread it to the masses. And I'm like, in theory, that sounds really cool. But have you but seen an influencer? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen an influencer? Not only that, like, where on earth do people not think that this is going to get abused to fuck? Well, I think that's a great campaign, pussy in politics, where there's like <laughs> hot chick titties out and just be like, hey, vote one, uh, vote no for, for prop one. I'm like, I don't know what that is, but you got my vote. You got twice. Titty, you got my mm. <laughs> titty politics. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm curious how that would even work because. I think what people don't understand is that uh, as an influencer, you actually get paid, uh, whether you get paid on the, hey, do this thing 
uh, do this, you know, clip or, or do a video and uh, we'll pay you X amount of dollars. Or it's like, hey, those promo codes that everyone's used to, you know, uh, fucking stamps.com, Joe, Joe Rogan promo code. He gets paid a percentage of every time th- every time you use that promo code. Yep. So I'm curious how that would even work. Like, did they go over that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence read just the headline. No, like they 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 didn't go into so much detail about how that was gonna go. It was basically just saying that was the plan. And gotcha. that was where it was like, so are they gonna openly dump money into social media if like th- all right? So that was like the first place my, my mind went down. So I, I don't know, man. Because, I mean, I'm not going to lie, the Short, Pale, and Handsome podcast, my other podcast, uh, I I do have sponsors every now and again, and they pay pretty well. So I can't imagine that an influencer that has hundreds of thousands, thousands of likes is going to go anything less than what I'm getting. And that's a lot of money. I watched a documentary recently about it. It was called, oh, damn it. Fake famous. There we go. It was on HBO. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So it dives into that whole culture and then how it does. So it takes basically three strangers. They say, Do you want to be famous? And they do whatever they can to buy followers, build them up, get them to be um, some sort of internet famous, whatever. And one of them actually takes off to over like 100K or whatever. Not only was she getting flooded with free shit. Right. It's like money, money, money for this and yep. money for that promo for this. It's a fucking surd. And every bit of it was faked. Intra- it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I get free shirts all the time. I get free merch all the time. I don't say all the time. It's probably at least once a month I get something. I'll put it on my stories. But it's like a little trinket, uh, something or other. And you go. And I feel obligated because I know as a person who makes T-shirts myself, like I know how much a T-shirt costs and then the shipping. The shipping says it right there on the package. Like this right. person invested $5 to ship this thing to me. Let me put something out there. But it gets it gets tough because I don't – I didn't ask for this shit. Yeah. You know? But it's like I feel obligated. Um, so I'm, I'm really curious. And Mac Ginny, what up, Mac? He yeah, says uh, – he proposes that maybe we get a tax credit and that would be – dope if i was an influencer they're like hey uh what's your thoughts on prop eight uh, give me that tax credit and tell you what i think <laughs> yeah it's gonna be nuts man like Did i you, said though the threshold for abuse it, well i mean look at all of those uh thinning teas the the teas uh the the the, the brew tea that you drink and it's supposed to make you lose weight but little do you know you're literally gonna shit yourself for a few days at a time <laughs> that's how you're losing not, weight yeah yeah and it's a liquid enema, baby. And it, it's herbal. It's all natural. And you're going <laughs> to clear your schedule for this whole next week. Clear all of your shit and Sleep all of your shit. Toilet. Sleep on the toilet. <laughs> um, did you hear uh, Did you hear about the Nike uh, CEO or vice president? Somebody high up there who had to quit or resign from her job. So check this out. Check this out. I'll tell you. I'll, t- I'll tell you what it is. You ready? Yep. Uh, you, you know this uh, sneakerheads uh, reselling. You get an exclusive shoe and then you buy it for $300, $200 and you turn around and sell it for $500, $600, yep. $1,000. Well, there's this guy. This is kid named um, uh, West Coast Joe. 
Okay. And he's like this, I don't know, 16, 17 year old kid. He's Instagram famous. And he's, he takes pictures of like all these exclusive sneakers that he's buying in like hundreds of it at a time. Right. So he's just out there and, uh, he, uh, so he's doing this, um, this interview with, I forget Bloomberg or something like that. And yeah. Bloomberg, I uh, was like, hey, uh, so how do you get hooked up? He's like, oh, well, you know, if you know people, you know, like my mom, she's up there. She's an executive. And they go, wait, what? And it turns out that it's uh, it's exclusive. You know, he's getting all these exclusive and uh, his mom is on his corporate card and they're using her discount to get all of this shit so they can resell it. The fuck? So if you're curious, everybody, that's actually kind of what happened. And uh, that's why you have to pay $1,000 for a pair of sneakers that you couldn't get on the sneakers app because some douchebag. Fucking dick. Hey, guys. Uh, I, I'm pretty excited now. Uh, our guest is, uh, is, is here, and I want to do right by his introduction. Uh, he is known in the industry as your favorite – comedian's favorite comedian uh he's uh he's been on the apollo he's been seen on bet comic view comics unleashed and you can watch him every thursday uh on true tv's uh laugh mob laugh tracks and uh he has his album out consequences and repercussions well, shout out to jamal doman how you doing man hey man i'm good i'm good how you guys doing what's up loy and what's up terrence what's happening thanks for having i'm late i'm i'm i got an old ass computer um <laughs> and it's funny because I, i've been meaning to buy a new one for but i've just been lazy i actually went to the apple store like a month ago to buy a new laptop didn't had no idea they were actually closed <laughs> during a pandemic yep. there's no reason to have that you can't be close to people like that so um, so I, I, I said I'd do it online, but I've been lazy. So I got this old laptop, and then when I try to get on here, I guess I have to go. I'm at I'm on Safari, but I guess you have to go Google Chrome to get on to get the access to it. So I'm old, man. I'm I'm not I'm not the most technology, whatever <laughs> that. Works. It takes me a little while, man. It is up. a pleasure for you to be here. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, man. we are, we are happy thing. to have you. Terrence, what's up with the Kansas City hat, man? What, what's going on with that, man? Explain. I'm, I am from Kansas. Oh, over there. okay. So I grew up a Chiefs fan. So I knew what the hurt was before the Super Bowl <laughs> loss hurt. You know what I'm saying? So damn <laughs> you know, that. You know, I'm from Philly originally. So y'all got our coach, our old coach, man. I so. appreciate the hell out of it too, man. I will take that. <laughs> you know what? All day. You know, Will C, the comedian, he, he Will C, he's from Kansas City. He was in L.A. for years, but he moved back to Kansas City. He's a military guy, but he's been doing comedy for I, a while. I've actually, I've, I've contacted him a few times. Yeah. I've never personally met him, but I've yeah. had correspondence with him through Facebook for a few different reasons, actually. Yeah, yeah but, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's really he's really good people. If you run into him, you tell him Jamal said what's up, man. Yeah, was, we actually kind of connected because we're both military veteran yeah. comics. So, yeah, it was cool. It made him drove from L.A. to El Paso, Texas one time Ooh. to do the comedy strip. We drove back and forth. It was one of the best trips uh, we ever, I've ever, ever road trips I had, man. And so that that's was great. We bonded on that. He's a good dude, man. Absolutely. El Paso is a dope city because that's like uh, if you're in L.A., that's like yeah. the place. That's the road. The road is yeah. the comic strip El Paso. <laughs> totally, totally <laughs> different from L.A., man. They were like, look, you see that all open lights over there? I'm looking. I'm like, I was like, yeah. He said, man, that's that's Juarez, man. That's Juarez. <laughs> I would say that's Juarez. Is that close? Yeah. Yep. All the murders wow. happening yep. right there. Yep. 
<laughs> and you just see like it's like uh was it lights is- the lion king's like where you see those lights don't go there <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like you know we can go over there if you want to go over there during the day like you know we can go hang now nah. i always i always like that part they always say during the day you're good it's like no, no. <laughs> between between no. 12 30 and 3 30 we can yeah. go and hang out there no, because the entire I'm time i'm gonna be thinking about what it's like here at nighttime ruining the day <laughs> <laughs> is it, are we there yet i mean is it time to go home yet it's time to go home <laughs> right yet? So Jamal, you said that you're from Philly, but uh, uh, you you in LA right now, LA, right? Twenty years, like twenty two years in LA, yeah. Dope, dope. Uh, what's LA look like right now with uh, with everything going on? Um, well, it's starting to open back up. Like, we're, Terrence, you're in KC now, is that uh, Omaha? You're Omaha. Oh, yeah, it's oh, cool. Cool. two and a half got, hours up. Yeah. No, I know my part. My podcast partner Toby Hicks is from Omaha. I know a lot about Omaha. I've been to Omaha. Lloyd, where are you from originally? Where you? Uh, well, I, uh, I'm from Boston and okay. uh, lived in LA for a little bit, but right now I'm in Vegas. So, how did uh, okay, how how did this all? DC, DC scene. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I yeah, got yeah. stationed out there, and that's where I met Lloyd and Eddie. Okay, um, yeah, and so uh, cool. Yeah, yeah. so I, I was talking about LA. Um, uh, it's starting to open back up slowly. Like, slowly. what are we talking about? What, but still no comedy rooms, but quietly, nobody. I've been actually doing an underground comedy room since November. Like, yeah. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. You know, we've been doing it. It's like a little small spot. We sit like 15 people. It's been some great shows. So I ain't stopped. You know what I mean? But people. Yeah. Like That's 15, dope. 20 people. We stream it also. We, we mainly do it. They let us do it because we're streaming. We okay. stream it for people, but we also have a little small audience. It's socially distanced and everything. And it's been some great, great shows, man. So I, I I've been doing my thing. Um, uh, but the, obviously the big clubs are closed. You know, yeah. that's they're closed. But they starting to open back up. It's starting to. I think in the next month you're gonna start seeing. I just got a letter from uh, email from my gym saying they opening back up March 17th. That's good. So it's starting to. You know, the vaccines I think are starting yeah. to work, and hopefully. You know, because I want to get back out on the road, man. I want to get back to the KC Improv. I did that about four years ago. That was a, that was a great night. Well, we definitely gonna link up whenever you come out this way, one way or another. Because we yeah, got the funny bone out my way too. So, yeah, Omaha. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. So you 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 touched upon it. You have a podcast with uh, with Toby Hicks. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. What was that? The two dope dealers. Dope dealers podcast. Dope dealers podcast. Dope dealers podcast. Tell us the world's most dangerous podcast. That's what we call ourselves. <laughs> so wow. tell us about the podcast. No, it's great, man, because me and Toby Hicks were best friends, but we're complete opposites. And that's yeah. why we just it just worked, man. Um, uh, by the way, anybody watching, that's my baby girl in the <laughs> y'all looking in the back, like who's that baby in the background? That's my baby girl. Uh almost two. Um what was I saying? Oh, yeah, me and Toby Hicks, we're we're complete opposites. You know, I'm you know, Toby, if you know Toby history, he he got three strikes before they they started yep. giving out three strikes. Mm. I mean, he's in, you know, he's a blood. You know, he had, he, you know, he has, I don't know if you know him, but he, he has a crazy background, like right. you know, a drug dealing, uh, just crazy stuff. I'm more the, even though I grew up in the hood, I was kind of sheltered. So I, I didn't get in no trouble. I, I went to college. I didn't graduate, but I went to college. So <laughs> we're just, you know, Toby smokes weed. I don't even drink. You know what I mean? Toby weed. He gets I was raised Muslim, so we never ah, really oh, you know, yeah. so that's so we're just complete opposites, but we're best friends. And so we, you know, years ago, um Felipe Esparza, who Toby Hicks opens up for on the road, 
he kind of mentioned about the he had a podcast and he mentioned like yo you know y'all guys need to start a podcast and we me and Tony have been thinking about it and about three years ago we finally was like you know what man uh can we cuss on here I don't know if we keep yeah 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 go, yeah, go yeah, at yeah, it we, 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 like, we don't we don't edit we don't edit this okay. so whatever you say is out there yeah, yeah we, we was like fuck <laughs> it man let's let's start a podcast we're gonna do it we we came up with it we was gonna call it the crack dealers at first but we thought that was a little bit too <laughs> And we was like dope, you know, little, dope, little dope, too we, on the nose. Yeah, we was like dope guests, dope comedy, dope topics, you know, um, dope content. Uh, you know, let's do it. And we started it. We on episode one thirty three now. We actually uh, recording our episode tonight. One hundred and thirty three. We 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 going strong. We you know we got a small, you know, grassroots. You know how it is. It's right. it's a slow burn. But we have a lo- a small loyal fan base, man. We just building, we just building. So anybody out there watching this, man, go check out some of our old That's episodes. Cool. Dope, just go to any podcast outlet. Dope Dealers podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing about it, when we got into it, man, you know, you know, honestly, when it comes to the podcast industry, African Americans are behind. Were what were behind in it for a while. We didn't, it's still to this day, I, I tell, I'm talking to my people, I tell them about a podcast, a lot of people don't, they don't even know how to, they, you know what I mean, I yeah. talk to my people, I'll be like, you know, podcast is a billion dollar industry, and it's still, it's black folks who don't even know how to access, they think you got to pay for it, they think you got to sign up to some kind of, or you have to have you know, a laptop, or you have to have an Apple only, and you're like, what? and they think it's a certain time, oh, yep. so only eight o'clock, on, no, and I'll I be explaining right. to people every day, you can listen to it anytime you want to, you can right. your phone, you can access it, man, so we've had guests on our show, and when we, when we put the episodes out, they don't even know how to access the episode, so that's one thing me and Toby wanted to get in, do is, you know, get more African Americans into this lucrative podcast industry there's so much room and i think that that's really what it comes down to there is no gatekeepers when it comes to podcasts you you want to do a show put it up there and then and it's on you Mm -hmm. so how did you uh so you did you were doing this before covid how did you how do you see it like uh the your podcast and the way you looked at it change from pre-covid to post-covid well first thing uh uh Pre-COVID, we was doing it in the studio. We were, uh, you know, we were out. Toby, I was sitting there. Toby was right there. And we would have the guests. We had a cool studio, man. We was, uh, shout out to Comedy Pop-Up. We was right in Koreatown. So that was fun when you, you know, you got the guests right there. You can get have people call in. Obviously, COVID, we're doing it at the house now. And I, I guess what I'm looking at you guys, you guys are looking like you're yeah. at the house too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it. you know, it's nothing like being in the studio. It's not like, you know, it's it's you're limited sometimes when you're at the house. Um, you might hear my baby girl trying to bang on the door. <laughs> no, you hear my son. We're good. <laughs> trying, to get, trying to get in. So um, yeah, that took a little the fun away from it. So I'm hoping you know when it opens back up, we're talking about in discussions about doing it at another studio. So that'd be fun to get the guests back in there, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know that 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 really. But other than that, we the content still was we. I think we still we still put out dope content. You know. And I think we had more stuff to talk about. Obviously, during the pandemic, you got a lot more to talk about. You got a lot right. more topics, and I think we touched on it. That's great. That's great. Um, how are you guys promoting it? Like, um, are you finding success in like the actual promotion of your podcast? It's you know what, man. It's the oh, we old school, man. Uh, tell a friend. Tell word of mouth. <laughs> business, word of business card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, word, take this out. <laughs> word of mouth, man. But I am. Um, I just hired a PR lady uh, to help me out, and I'm and she's going to come on. She's gonna she's gonna help me out 
for a few months. I'm going to see how she does. And then eventually, if it goes right, we're going to bring her over to the podcast to get some PR behind us. Mm. Um, I just I, I I just sent an email. I, I met somebody at this bigger podcast network. Um, they in Vegas. So I just sent a nice email to them, you know, maybe talking about maybe coming along with them. We'll see. Fingers crossed. You know, I'm waiting mm. to hear back from them. But we just listen, man. To me, the be- word of mouth and just putting dope content out there, I think that's, you know, once people once people know about you, you know, hear about it, somebody, you know, that's our, we, we every week we, we get an email like, hey, my friend told me about you or I heard yeah. from something and I, and I listened to some of your episodes and and Legit. a lot of our episodes are on YouTube. That's the thing. You asked me, Aloy, that's the also the thing. We, once we got out the studio, we couldn't YouTube uh, the mm. episodes anymore. Um, gotcha. So from we only from I think from one hundred to one one oh five are on YouTube, so people can go to YouTube and actually watch it. But then from one oh five to one thirty three is just audio. So you know, people like you know how it is. People right. like visual sometimes. People you know? love the visual. Man. Love the visual. The great thing about podcasts is both like visual and and or audio. So it's like if I'm if I find you through YouTube, you're usually stuck on. I'm just gonna watch you on YouTube because I know where to find you. And right, like podcasts right. the other way around. So right. I, I do find that very interesting. All of my fans or like all of our fans are like, wait, wait, you guys are on Facebook too? Wait, I didn't know that. Or the, or the other way around. Like, yeah, you mm-hmm. can find us a lot of places. Terrence, what you got, man? Yeah, so talk to me about what you think your biggest driver of success for your podcast has been, Jamal. What do you have a single factor, or is it a couple of things that you could look at and say, this is what we did to make a successful podcast? I think it's the chemistry between me and Toby. Not you know, chemistry is just so important. Mm, I agree. Um and I, like I said, we're opposite. So, you mm. know, you got we got some supporters who don't like me, and you know, like yep. for instance, I'll I tell you. Uh, you know, obviously, we're, me and Toby were both African American, so a lot of social justice stuff we touched on. Obviously, the last year with the George Floyd, it was yeah. a lot of our, a lot of our, um, and you know, obviously, I'm, you know, we're both for our people, but we sometimes we look at it from a different aspect of it, from a police as obviously, Toby's been in prison, his experience with the cops, he's had some horrible experience with the cops, so that's his mentality. Now, I'm from Philly. I'm from North Philly. I've had some experience with the cops, but I also have friends who are, who are cops. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I, you know, I believe that first thing, majority of cops are good, are good, are good cops. They, they go out, they, they're heroes. They are heroes. They go out there, they risk their life. Obviously, like any profession, there's some bad apples in there. And we, and that's the ones we want to get the, get the fuck out of there. And the good cops have to call the bad cops out. So, yeah. so, so when we had that discussion last summer with the George Floyd, it was real heavy on our on our on our podcast. Obviously, I you know we had one incident where remember the cops shot the guy. Did he die? Uh, it was in Atlanta. The cops. The guy was sleep. He was sleep at the Wendy's Park Drive. Oh yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wendy's Drive. He was he was drunk and then he got I drunk off. Right. The I cops was going to arrest him because I guess he had a arrest warrant. He ended up getting into a fight with the cops, and and I think the cops ended up shooting him. Yep. So we had a real big debate on because I'm like, listen, I don't listen. I don't want no cops to shoot anybody. But listen, that dude got into a fight. Like you know, your daughter's at the house waiting on you. Even if you're going to get arrested, you're only going to get a ticket for you're going to be home instead yeah. of fighting the, or running from the cops. They're going to arrest you. Any so we got into this big big debate. Toby, of course, he you know he all you know he 
I'm not saying he's against the cops, but he, you know, he's not really a big cop fan. So <laughs> he doesn't like me. their Facebook page. <laughs> and we had an officer that episode. We had a, one of my friends. He's a, he's a, he's been a 30 year officer in Philly. We had him on the episode. So he gives us because he calls out the cops, too. He's been a 30 year cop. But when cops do wrong, I, my friend, he'll be like, that was wrong. And when yeah. he feels the cop did right, he'll explain this is why the, the cop I feel did right. This was the procedure. So we, we need more of that of, in general. Yeah. yeah, I got a lot of we got a lot of feet. I had people hating me like, you know, oh, Jamal, you a sellout. Mm. You know, I, I agree with Toby, man. Jamal, you a sellout, man. You And I'm like, you know, so that's the, the you know, me and we're best friends. Like, like, it's not like me and Toby went to fight. Like, you know what I mean? It was mm -hmm. well, we just had a difference of opinion. And, and to go back to the question that you asked me, Terrence, I think that's what makes our podcast, you yeah. know, uh, it's just our the dynamics between us, man. And then, you know, we say what the fuck we want. I think a lot of people respect us on that. Man. You know, they know we're going to talk that shit. You know what I mean? We're going to, we're going to say what we want. And, you know, I don't bite my tongue. Toby doesn't bite his tongue. Uh, Toby has some incredible stories. Toby has a, I told Toby he need to write a book. I mean, Toby life story is incredible. And every once in a while he tells a story. Like one time he told the story when he was, he was selling drugs and uh, he hid some, drugs up in his uh in his uh, he was living with his grandma and he had like a a couple keys up in his uh, in the ceiling that's a little and bit of time came yeah. by the house and that's how his grandma was so down his grandma she knew the drugs was up there she hid the drug like toby has to tell you the story he tells it better than me but his <laughs> grandma did something where she kind of got the cops away and was able to like move the the keys so they couldn't find them like <laughs> has it in the credit. So he he tells these stories. He has all these stories. So I think that's that's. I didn't mean to go into a long winded answer, but that's no, kind of our audience know. You know, listen, you're going to get an incredible Toby story. You know what I mean? And you're going to get you're going to get some crazy dynamics between them. Absolutely. How long how long you been doing comedy, man? Oh man, I started 1994 in Philadelphia. I did. Four, I call. I did four years of college. I call it comedy college in Philly, mm -hmm. Philly, the, the tri-state area of Philly, Jersey, Delaware. I did my four years of college, and then I moved out to LA in '98. Um, and and if I, I, you know, hindsight twenty twenty, I should have went to New York for a few years first before I went out to LA because I got out to LA. You know, your hometown. Well, I, I, it, it might be different now because comedy is so big now. But yeah. at that time, your hometown is, is to me is college. It's yeah. I don't know if you, you yeah, guys yeah, yeah. are sports fans, but LA is the pros. That's mm -hmm. the pros. Yeah. So I was, you know, I did four years of college. I went into the league, but I struggled at first. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Yeah. Now some players coming to the league, like you know, they say the game is much faster and <laughs> college it was a little slower. Yeah. <laughs> And pros, it, it took you know, it took it, yeah, it took me about three to four years to get my foot in LA. You know, mm. I, I remember I would go to clubs, and this one, Chris Tucker was still, he was the man. He was still hitting clubs, and Earthquake was just. I remember I, I went into a club, I watched Earthquake just destroy a room, like I never seen a room destroyed. It's like I quit, I, I quit, I'm done. Yeah, that's why I, yeah. like, I was like, I I would never be this funny. Like I, I was. <laughs> I there's no way I'm ever going to be that funny. Like, I was like, so I was in over my head when I first hit LA, but, you know, God is good. I found my footing maybe after a few years, and, you know, I've been surviving ever since, man. 
you know, and I think it was wild is like I lived in DC, Terrence and I lived in DC, and it's like DC is only two hours from Philly, which yeah. a lot of people don't know. And then like yeah. Philly's only two hours from New York. So we could go to New York. Yeah. But what they don't tell you is that even in four hours, you're still gonna pay like sixty dollars in tolls. <laughs> like New York. I yeah. hate them to every time I go home and I'll be like, ah, oh. I went home uh, uh before the pandemic and I did a show in Virginia. So I drove from Philly, Virginia, about a five-hour ride, and yeah. I forgot about them damn toes, man. You go like Philly's dope, but not like alive. A, yeah. <laughs> All of your money. You get a hundred dollars the one night, and you go, well, 70 of that goes to tolls. Forget yeah. gas. And don't Dude. go up to New York and don't try to park in New York. Oh Lord, yeah. what's the parking? Oh my god. Don't try to drive in New York. Shit. Yeah. I remember the last time we tried to go up there and hit Broadway. And we were, I remember looking at the map. I think we were like a mile and a half away from the venue. It took us 48 yeah. fucking minutes to move a mile and a half. <laughs> I would have gotten out and walked if it wasn't so fucking cold. Now somehow, sometimes that's LA traffic too. LA traffic yeah. is, Ooh. it takes you 20 minutes to go two miles. No, where are you staying in LA? Like, uh, I'm, you in, stay I'm, I'm in Sherman Oaks. Okay, okay, Sherman Oaks, that's in the valley. I, I, yeah. When I lived in LA, I remember getting a phone call from my agent. Without fail, you get a phone call on Thursday night at 6.30. Be like, hey, can you make an audition tomorrow? Santa Monica, oh. 3 o'clock. Oh. You're like, <laughs> oh, oh, Lloyd, you bring back some memories. That was I don't know if that was an MTV audition, because MTV was, I used to do them. I used to hate them fucking Santa Monica auditions <laughs> at 3, 3 o'clock. Yeah, you know you inch going back to the valley. You ain't getting back to the valley till like seven. Yeah, because you're like, uh, you should have told me yesterday, so I could have left today to get there tomorrow. Like it's it, it's so crazy. Sometimes, Ooh. and don't let it be a Friday. Um, because some so after a while, I got smart. I I said, if all right, if I had a three thirty audition in Santa Monica, I'd be finished at four. I'm gonna just go to the pier, get something yep. to eat. I may go, go to see a movie. You know what I mean? I'll head back home about eight when the traffic has died down. <laughs> I would go to the gym. I'd go to the gym in Santa Monica, park yeah. at the gym, and then go to the audition. And like even if I have to walk a mile and a half, I was like, this is better than sitting through three hours of traffic. Fuck traffic. You know, something funny happened to me today, man. I this I, I, I went to Ross. I I I put my daughter, my daughter was asleep for a little while, and um, so my mama was here, so I went to go get something to eat. <laughs> And, you uh, can hear she's she she asleep now. Um, so I went to Raw. I said I go to Raw. So I, I saw a nice pair of Nikes. I, so I, I, I said I'm a bomb. So I, I go up. I, they was like forty nine ninety nine. I think with tax they came up for like fifty five dollars. So I, I got a, I, I got my mask on. It's a young lady. She had to be early twenties. She's the cashier. She cashed me out, and she was like, "Um, are you a senior?" I'm like, "Huh?" Ooh. She said, are, "Are you a senior? Because you get a discount." Ooh. I'm like. I'm a, I'm said uh I I because of course I'm a, I said yeah I'm a senior in high school <laughs> no but she laughed I said no I'm I'm just joking I said what what you say about the discount yeah <laughs> yeah she said it's a ten percent ten percent discount if you're a senior I said well how old you got to be to be a senior she said fifty five years old now I'm forty eight <laughs> I'm forty eight are you gonna check ID ma'am <laughs> so I was but I was like yeah I'm a senior I want that ten percent discount this this just happened I put this on everything this happened <laughs> just a couple hours ago. I said, yeah, I'm a senior. She was like, oh, let me see your ID. I was like, oh, you know what? I left it in the car. And she got a came me this look like, oh. and then she, but she still. 
she gave me the discount. So I got like five, it came like $6 off. So, so that's what I'm gonna start doing. I didn't have no idea, Ross, you get a senior discount. So it, I may kick it like I'm 55 for now on. I don't know. <laughs> you just pulled basically the reversal of like alcoholics. But the maybe think about it was, I don't know to be offended or to be happy that I got the discount. Offended that you actually think I'm 55 years old? Or I should be happy that I get the discount. I don't know how. how y'all tell me how, how I'm supposed to feel about that. Uh, take the money and run, son. I was going to say, YOLO, you only live once, damn it. Fuck that. Get your discount. Uh, I have an AARP card. Oh, <laughs> and you Because you don't need to be a certain age, but everyone just assumes, oh, if you have an AARP card, you must be over 65. So with the mask on, they're like, you know, they just take it. They just go, yeah. well, here, I mean, I don't have my ID, but here's my AARP card. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, I'm trying to, I did have the mask on, so I'm thinking maybe, you know, I, I may not, don't get offended, Jamal. You had the mask on. She probably, you know, I do have a little, a little, little gray peeping out. So, hey, I got $6 off. So that's all. I'm <laughs> that almost gets you a tank of gas in LA. <laughs> or, or, or a gallon of gas. One gallon of gas, maybe. Almost. <laughs> so uh, let's, before we get out of here, I just want to get uh, a little bit more about you. Like uh, what? What prompted you to get into comedy? You weren't doing comedy, and then one day you did comedy. What was that jump? I was, you know what, man? That's that's a good question. I was inspired by Eddie Murphy, uh, and it's funny. I, I met Eddie Murphy years ago at Will Smith threw a party, and I told him, I said, "You're the reason I'm doing stand up comedy." He said, "A lot of people tell me that. Move out the way." Tell me something I ain't heard. <laughs> um, but no, I, I watched Raw, and I was just as a kid, I seen Raw, and I was just like, man. And so I had it in my mind, um, you know, and I, you know, I, I was in college, I was, you know, messing up in college and then Def Comedy Jam came out mm. and, and, and I was, I, I was telling my cousins, I was testing jokes out on them and I was telling them, I think I want to get into stand up comedy. And then one day my cousins, I guess they were like, they were tired of me. We heard about the open mic in Camden, New Jersey, which is right over the bridge. And my cousin's like, Jamal, we tired of you saying this. Fuck it. Let's we're gonna go to this open mic and you're gonna sign up. Mm. And I was like, all right, let's go. So we went to the open mic, signed up. I went up. Uh I did okay. My cousins was there, they watched me. You know, I guess I think I got heart because they I had some support there. I did all right, but the lady was like, Hey, we do this open mic every week, so just come back next week. So I was like, All right, cool. And I came back next week. I came back to and, and I just caught the bug. You know how it is. You, wow. you fell in love. I fell in love with it early. And I was just like, okay, this is what I want to do. And um, you know, I met all the other comics in Philly. I, when I started out, Michael Blackson, we started out about the same time, Teray out of Philly. Um, you know, it was about in Philly at the time, it was maybe about 15 of us, you know, 15, a core, 15, 20, who was working the circuits. Um, so I, you know, I just I started loving it. I started joining. I got in every talent show I could, any any open mic, anything. You know, at the time, there was the Funny Bone. Uh, they were doing a thing. Uh, that was the only club in town. Um, and I remember one time I got good enough where they let me do a guest spot for a young Dave Chappelle. Ooh. And, yeah, he he was he was the same age as me, I think. And um, he came to town, and I wasn't too familiar with him. They was He had just did that uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights movie. Mm. I guess oh, he yeah, pops yeah, from yeah. that. Later on, I found out that he had been in New York putting in, you know, putting in work for years. I had no idea. And I, me I remember he came and headlined, and I remember sitting in the back and watching him, and I was just like, he was the same age as me. I was like, he did 45 minutes of some of the most clever, 
And I'm like, yo, this dude is the same. I, I you know, I barely have seven minutes at the time. Right. I just fucked up. I was blown away <laughs> how funny he was, how creative he was. And you know, I was like, yo, that's and we talked a little bit after the show, um, hung out a little bit after the show. So, you know, that it kind of inspired me to just keep doing it, man. And, you know, and I had a connection in L.A. That's the reason I moved out to L.A. because I, I had a little connection. I would have did it again. I would have went to New York for a few years. But that's that to answer your question. That's kind of how I got started. It was Eddie Murphy uh, inspiration and then Def Comedy Jam. And I was like, OK, let me let me give it a shot now. OK, Terrence, you got anything? Yeah, what you got going on? What, what's coming up? Can you tell our listeners and our followers that you have going yeah. on? Absolutely, man. Well, first of all, I got a website. I'm, you know, <laughs> I took this pandemic to try to get my shit together. So I got me, your headshots. I got me a website, man. Uh, it's, it's my name is jamaldoman.com. Jamaldoman.com. Um, I'm I, I'm shooting this pilot, and I'm um about for a long time. I had an idea about doing a, a, a sort of like a comedian, just like we're doing now. Yeah. Kind of like a one-on-one. You know how comedians get together, we talk the game, you know. People don't know the the, the groupie stories, the janky promoter stories, the joke thief yeah. stories, the um the the politics stories, just just stuff like that. You know, comedians we, we got stories. You know, Lloyd, you got stories. Terrence, you know you got, you know, road stories, road gig stories. So I, I came up with this thing called Funny Talk, which is just me and comedian, me and a one comedian. We're just talking about the game, you know, the road story. So I did it on my IG live for a while when the pandemic was happening. I was doing it every night at nine o'clock, different comedian. I had everybody on there. Um, so now I'm going to actually film it. I'm trying to get official. I'm going to film two episodes, two pilots. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to film them and then I'm going to pitch them. You know, whether even I just put it on YouTube you know, I got a little connection with Fox Soul. They said they want to see it. I got a couple of producers who said they want to see it. You know, I can always shoot like eight episodes and give Amazon to buy anything. So, right. <laughs> um, yeah, um, Amazon so, will sell anything on consignment. <laughs> yeah. So uh, look out for that. Funny talk. Um, funny talk. Yeah. Funny talk. Um, and just, you know, me and eight, you know, just one on one hour with comedians talking the game and all the stories. Um, so that's coming up. Um, anything else, man? Uh, Laugh Tracks, uh, True TV. Laugh Tracks is on HBO Max now, so you can check that out. I'm in a couple episodes. Dope. In, yeah, a few episodes. Um, Dope Dealers Podcast. Every Thursday we drop. Go go check us out. Um, and yeah, I think I think and that's what's, it. What's, what, are, what are your socials? How can people get a hold of you? How can oh, people at, find it's, you? It's easy. It's my name, at Jamal Doman. I'm on Twitter, Facebook. Yeah. Instagram, MySpace, Black Planet, um, <laughs> FarmersOnly.com. Black people meet. <laughs> yeah, black people meet. White people meet. <laughs> yeah. um, J Date, I think is the one. <laughs> J Date is, I think that's a Jewish dating site. Um, yeah, I'm on all that. At Jamal Doman. J A M A L G O M A N. Jamal, I appreciate you coming in. I appreciate no, you spending time with us. Man. And Thank I look forward you, to seeing you when I get out there. And let's keep in touch, man, because we'll get y'all on the podcast, man. Let's do that. For sure. Dope, dope. Terrence, thank you for uh, coming out, you guys. It's another episode of the uh, I'm going to get in trouble podcast. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you again. That's why I'm mad with it. I love that guy. That guy's dope.